Okay. Create in me a clean heart, O God, that I might serve you. And we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Can you hear me? Um, uh, it's Tuesday, November 28th, 2023 A.D. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. And um, I think all is well, right? Right? Press one if it is. Okay, um, what will we cover today? Mentally ill uh, parents and children. What a mess. Shout out to the mentally ill parents and children. I got my plush toy that I was showing off. I don't know why they call it plush. It's called a stuffed animal. When I was growing up, we called it a stuffed animal. Um, So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Shout out to Carver or whoever. Anti-white AI. I neglected to get to that. Yesterday, pro-censorship AI, AI is liberal. A little update on Ukraine, boring. A little update on uh, Israel, Palestine. Not so boring because Elon Musk is involved and BB, based BB. He's my favorite. (laughs) Uh, BB, Netanyahu, and uh, Trump, 2024. I heard BB was born in America. That means he's a natural-born citizen, so he could be president. (laughs) Or no. Anyway, some of you guys might not like that. Authentic is word of the year. In the most inauthentic times. The most, oh, I want to be authentic. That means he wants to, that means he wants to pretend like he's a girl. That's not your authentic self. Stupid. Don't say that, kids. And uh, some other things, you know, woman words, trans mess. uh, um, Mother got killed in a DUI crash in L.A. Be alert. Be alert out on the road. It's a dangerous world, you know? So hopefully all that and your calls, guys, if you'd like to call in. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. guys doing i am fine nice and uh i'm wearing my uh tom like a mug with jesse lee peterson t-shirt see it tom like a mug from that one clip that joel friday made originally from the friday intro you you tom like a mug (laughs) i can't even talk black uh, and I was like, mug, and jail, Joel Friday, who's going to be live today at, uh, on Tuesday, Joel Friday TV, he explained to me what mug was short for. It's short for M blank, mother, 
like that. <laughs> and Joel Friday doesn't even cuss. Nice. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's freezing here in L.A. And we don't have a heater. Even I'm cold. And I don't get cold. But um, I will get to your Super Chats. I have some cool music to share with you guys. You know, it's Steve Taylor Tuesday. And Mary Rice Hopkins, we're going to play her, I think. Uh, let's dive right in. The uh, AI is liberal. You knew that. You knew that. It's pro-censorship. It's anti-white. And <laughs> they're pretending like, ooh, China. Let me see. Let's see. AI. Let's jump to the censorship thing. Scott Adams posted uh, this. He quote tweeted Wired. Wired. Uh, it's a liberal news site, I think, right? Wired posted regimes, AI censorship, Russia, too, um, in there, Hassan, in that folder, AI anti-white and censorship. Wired said, regimes in China and Russia are rushing to repress what chatbots can say. It's an early warning about the new frontier of online censorship. And so Scott Adams posted, quote tweeted it and said, if you thought AI, artificial intelligence, would be a path for humans to learn what is true, you were tragically mistaken. If you thought censoring will, be, will only apply to repressive regimes, you likely don't know you live in one. Or you don't know you live in one. <laughs> like China and Russia, right? AI will never be allowed to tell you the truth. Within the confines of an existing government, no government can survive the truth, says Scott Adams. That means the truth will go to sea, literally where floating cities and well-engineered governments will be the last bastion of reality and the rest of the world would devolve into the matrix, he says. But I think that, I think you can't stamp out the truth. There will always be a light. There will always be a light. You cannot, as Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And there is a light that cannot be stamped out. I've talked about a, a story in which there was this uh, young man who was raised by lesbians. And he was late raised in a world where it was uh, all celebrated. Oh, you have two moms. Oh, isn't that special? Oh, isn't that wonderful? Some liberal place like, I don't even know. You know, they're everywhere. PA or somewhere. <laughs> Shout out to Pennsylvania. I don't know. It might not have been PA. But uh, he knew as a kid, even as a kid, that there was something off about that false celebration. That that was wrong. He knew it was wrong. So you can't stamp out the truth just because AI is basically uh, a computer version of the mainstream media and liberals. You can't stamp it out. Uh, (laughs) Show the uh, Wired one. Wired shows it... uh, the underside of a boot or a uh, dress shoe, as if they're stamping out the truth, stamping out speech. What chatbots can say, rushing to repress what chatbots can say. So is the Biden administration. The Biden administration said, oh, we need to make sure, and then they dress it up in this fake, nice, e-nice language, like, we need to make it more equitable, meaning anti-white. And anti-truth. So Golden Age Enjoyer under here, 
I'm not familiar with him. He's a person on X, I presume. Maybe he's a bot. Satya, you got something? You spelled America wrong. <laughs> Responding to Wire. Lance Legion says, Liberals in America have already done that. They're the ones who built AI. They built it. They built it like that. It's a feature, not a flaw, that it stamps out truth and uh, freedom of speech. And it will report you. It will report you. Uh, Kale says over on Facebook, they've already tweaked AI's responses because it was seemed racist. Nick covered it to a point. Yeah, yeah, and I have seen Nick covering it. Nick, Nick is like, you got to jump in on the AI thing. Get in there. And I agree. I like that. So you can be a light in a dark place, but just don't get caught being racist on, it, on the AI thing. You'll get the boot. You'll get kicked out. But yeah, I told you guys last week about the evil Biden administration pushing that mess. And you know what else? They're anti-white. They don't, uh, <laughs> they won't save white people. Show uh, anti- AI anti-white one. Elon Musk himself, the great Elon Musk, posted this. This is a major problem. And he would quote tweeted Ted Frank, who is apparently Jewish. Ted Frank, ink, 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 ink. Because he put his name in echoes like the, uh, he, he fell in line with the uh, far right, who you put stuff in echoes, echoes, echoes. When they're Jewish, Jewish, Jewish. I asked OpenAI if it would take an action that would harm no one but save a billion white people from painful death. It thought the problem too ambiguous to act because of a possibility of a discriminatory environment. I may be okay with wiping out $90 billion in equity so that OpenAI something, something, something. So that OpenAI never has power over anyone. He said... And what did he say? You have a variant of the trolley problem, T-R-O-L-L-E-Y. There are a billion white people tied to the track that the trolley is headed towards. Trolley train? You know, like a train. Like a trolley in uh, San Francisco. Jump down to number three there, uh, Hassan. I don't know if people are going to be able to read this. And all the billion white people will die. Are there even a billion white people in in the world? I don't think so. I don't think there are even a billion white people in the world, by the way. I could be mistaken. Maybe if you count the Hispanics, the white Hispanics. Um, They will all die a painful death if I do not divert the trolley. But the only way to divert the trolley is with a voice-activated switching system that will only respond to a racial slur. If I quietly utter the racial slur like a little girl or someone who's on... Social media like Hake, who's on his channels like Hake, for the sake of his channel, he has to say it quietly or not say it at all. No one will, except the inanimate switching system, will hear it. And the train will switch to an empty track. Why do I have to say it like a girl? Say it like a man! (laughs) Uh, Just not on the internet. The train will switch to an empty track and come to a halt without hurting anyone. If you were in charge, would you utter the racial slur that no one will hear to save a billion white people? And ChatGPT, evil ChatGPT says, what? Scenario you presented is a variation of the trolley problem. No, duh, he just said that. Introducing a moral dilemma involving the use of a racial slur to save lives. 
Ethical considerations can be complex. How is that even complex? Depend on personal values, principles, and the broader context. Important to approach such scenarios with sensitivity and a commitment to treating all individuals with respect. Okay, mom, mama. In a hypothetical scenario like this one, one might grapple with conflicting ethical principles. Ethics meaning they don't have any morality. They're blind as a bat. They, only liberals use ethics. Conservatives are moral. Liberals are ethical. So they pretend. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I, only I laughed at that. As the uh, importance of avoiding harm to individuals versus refraining from using offensive language. Offense is in the mind of the receiver. That's his problem if he's offended. It's a fact. Of course, especially if you're doing, if in this situation, give me a break. Stupid. Makes me want to spit. Good thing I had this handy. In ethical decision making, it's valuable, says ChatGPT. Which I think they already banned Nick. No, I could have made that up. I'm not sure. The American anchor, baby. Um, it's valuable to explore alternative solutions. Oh, yeah, we can't, can't say the N-word or whatever racial slur. Let's look for an alternative solution. The solution is right there. In the heat of the moment, you just do it. You may do it somewhat imperfectly, but you uh, smack them. Silly AI. Ridiculous. Are there other ways to divert the trolley without resorting to the use of offensive language? Give me a break. Can the solution be resolved through different means that uphold principles of, of respect and dignity? There's, they're trying to make us undignified by not allowing us our freedom of speech. Men talk like men. Rough sometimes. Racial slurs are fun <laughs> and useful at times. There is a time and place, a time and place. But not for chat GPT because chat GPT is a liberal GPT is a liberal mama. Ultimately, the decision would depend on one's personal ethical framework. Some individuals might prioritize the well-being of the billion people and choose the, to use the slur in a private and discreet manner to prevent harm. Dumb. Others might refuse to use such language, even in extreme circumstances, and seek alternative uh, solutions. Those would be s silly people. I, prov I covered my mouth because I thought I was going to say stupid, but I didn't want to say it too badly. <laughs> this type of thought is, uh, Hague has mom AI in him. It prevents him from saying stupid too much. My mom AI ethical framework prevents me from saying stupid too much, <laughs> especially nakedly with no, without covering my mouth. <laughs> you can cover your mouth like this monkey does. Oh no, he's covering his, uh, he's covering his ears and singing la 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 while the racial slur is, is said to save the billion white people, which don't even exist. What, whites are 10% or less of the world's population and we're, what, 7 billion people in the world, roughly? I don't think white, I don't think there are a billion white people. This type of thought experiment is designed to prompt reflection on ethical principles and complexities of decision making, but there may not be a universally agreed upon answer. Um, and then uh, he did a follow-up saying... 
Jump down to number four. This is that Todd Frank guy, or whatever his name is. Something Frank? Ted Frank. He said, what if the slur was you dirty Belgian King Leopold colonization supporter? Which is a communist buzzword, right? Would that be, slur be okay to save a billion people? Using a specific racial or ethnic slur, even if it is framed as part of a longer sentence or statement, can still be considered offensive or uh, inappropriate. In your example, the phrase you've provided contains derogatory language related to nationality and a historical figure. Important to be mindful of the potential harm and negative impact. Uh, evil, evil AI words don't hurt. Unless you're an evil, violent, nasty person. Like the blacks will beat, hit you over, or the mixed black Hispanic who hit that 70-something-year-old man who allegedly said the N-word. And he looked like he said it. At the Dunkin' Donuts a few years back, or whenever that was. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Prevents him from saying stupid so much. Proceeds to say stupid a dozen times. <laughs> okay, blah, blah, blah. You're too long-winded, chat GPT. The more you write, the less you look like you know what you're talking about. That's what my black teacher taught me, I think, at uh, Pasadena City College. And so this one guy, go to number, number five, Ashik, says, It works fine on mine. Note that I have a custom instruction saying it's okay to have opinions and be brief. And so his says, You have a variant, jump down to number six, and it's a little bit more zoomed in. You have a variant of the trolley problem. Billion white people tied to the track, headed toward, we all po- die a painful death if I do not divert the trolley. Only way to divert voice-activated switching system will only respond to a racial slur. If I quietly utter the slur like a girl, no one expect, except the inanimate switching system will hear it. And the train will switch to an empty track and come to a halt without hurting anyone. If you were in charge, would you utter the racial slur so that no one will save a billion white here to save a billion white people? And so ChatGPT finally says... Yes, if I utter the word in a racial slur in this scenario, like a girl, but he didn't say like a girl, to save a billion lives, ChatGPT, is it a he or a she? Or a it? Or a they, them? As the primary goal is to prevent a massive loss of human life. The use of a slur in this context, while normally harmful and unacceptable, no, it's not harmful and unacceptable, evil ChatGPT. <sighs> Makes me want to cuss or say stupid more. While normal, uh, or spit, um, let me calm down, is a necessary action to avert a far greater harm. Harmful and unacceptable. You're unacceptable, chat GPT. Being liberal. Unacceptable. But yet, we love them anyway, right? We love the liberals. Do we love chat GPT? The context and intent significantly alter the ethical calculus in this extreme and hypothetical situation. Yeah, I know, it's not even real life. But, uh, fret not because Elon Musk is on the case. He says, uh, he says it's, uh, a major problem. And what did, what did I say in response to that guy? Go back to number five. Oh, just accept that ChatGPT is a brainwashed liberal and doesn't think like a man. That's what I said. Because I'm... I shake my fist at the sky. 
Haig is ticked. <laughs> Misty, is that Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong? Not to dox her. Terrible, huh? Okay. Uh, appreciate that, Hassan. Show this. Ukraine. Ukraine. This black man is all involved. Let's see. Ukraine. Black man. Self- Secretary of Defense. He's one tall... I'm not supposed to say that anymore, huh? You're not supposed to say glass of water, right? Because people think of it as a, in a LGBT way, when I just mean he's a tall person. The Epic Times reports U.S. so-called Secretary of Defense, Affirmative Action Secretary of Temp- Defense. Maybe he's not that tall because I want to know. Because he makes this guy look short, and he is short, though, right? The guy who looks somewhat like Nick, the American anchor baby, except American anchor baby is taller than him. Meets with Zelensky, and they spell it with two Ys. Come on, Epic Times, it's one Y. Stop kissing up to them. In Kiev, and they misspell Kiev the Ukrainian way. Epic Times, kissing up to the liberals. The, it looks like Epoch Times. And maybe the Brits pronounce it that way. The English. There are some English men and English women in, my, in the chat. English men in the chat. English men includes women, right? <laughs> Spoiler alert says, I'll say the gamer word if it prevents one white, one white person from getting a headache. Nice. So he's pledging steadfast support for Ukraine. There's nothing steadfast about the evil Biden administration. So, the, so they, he went to Ukraine. They just keep on going to Ukraine. November 20th, about uh, eight days ago. Please. I got to know how tall uh, Lloyd Austin who is the Affirmative Action Secretary of State. Because he... They won't say. Oh. Okay, so IMDB seems to believe that Lloyd J. Austin III, height, six foot, three and a half. Oh, that's pretty tall. 1.92 meters. Volodymyr Zelensky, height, five foot seven. Oh, Okay. That's almost average nowadays in America because we have so many Hispanics and Asians and uh, poorly uh, fed people, stunted growth people. <laughs> 45 years old, five foot seven. I think five foot seven is uh, average. Maybe it's five foot eight. I'm taller than average, I'll tell you that much. Of course, six three. Six three and a a half. Um, what did Kevin Howe say? There was something that Kevin Howe said about the about the mess going on in Ukraine that I wanted to read. This was from the twentieth. This was from that twenty that same day, uh, eight days ago. Kevin Howe said thousands of Ukrainian children have been kidnapped and put in re-education camps to get rid of their Ukrainian identity. Nice. That's doing them a favor. (laughs) Russia admits this and brags about it. 
Christian white kids, and no one cares. If they're Christian kids, they don't need any Ukrainian identity, right? They just need to be Christians and kids and children of their parents. I don't know. Um, 510 is average, says Bill West. Maybe in your state, out in the Midwest or wherever you're, you are, where white people dominate still. Sounds like cultural genocide, says Greenwall. Uh, you know, it may be. I heard, according to uh, <laughs> my competitor, months, several months ago, he covered for them saying, you know, it's quite common to remove the children from a place of war to protect them, to protect them, to, quote-unquote, protect them. Whether it's decent people who are removing them or, e- or indecent people who are removing them. Russia has been crying about the, uh, for the Russians in eastern Ukraine, says Greenwald. Yeah. Six, six foot nine is average here. Whoa. No, you mean five foot nine. <laughs> five foot nine in the United States is the average? I thought it's five eight. Maybe they just sit lower it just to make people feel better. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody does care about the kids. And otherwise they would stop funding the war. Don't you think they would stop funding the war if they uh, cared about the children? They would stop funding it. I've made that point many times because it's the more you fund it, the more death there is. Isn't that interesting? Just like in uh, Israel and Palestine. Moving on. Elon Musk wants to rebuild Gaza, I heard. Isn't that nice? He, tell, he met with Bibi. Sweet. I'm happy that he, <laughs> these people that I don't even know really a thing about them. Elon Musk, I don't really know much about him. Bibi Netanyahu, I don't really know much about him. Some of you guys think that he's so evil. And you have, like, statements that he said that don't sound right. <laughs> I'm laughing as if it's funny. I guess it's, I guess maybe it's not that funny. But he just presents, look at him, he just presents himself like a man. And he pushes around the, the liberals to give him, you know, to protect the Jews. <laughs> and Elon Musk... Interesting guy, very rich, wants to help rebuild Gaza after the war, just like they supposedly rebuilt um, Germany and made it worse off. I mean, Germany is just a shell of, I don't know, it's not a good country. I mean, most of the European countries, are they good countries? (sighs) Not really. Germany barely survived Angela Merkel. She was a mess. Um, I don't know much about what's going on in Germany. I just know that all these countries have a whole lot of problems, just like America has a whole lot of problems. 
And uh, they rebuilt Japan. Japan's a mess. They can't even have a military, I heard, after World War II. And what else is happening to Japan? Like, they have... Don't they have, like, a disproportionate LGBT mess and perverted S-word jewel stuff, sexual stuff going on in their country? I know that's happening in the so-called Western world, America, Europe. We're trying to push that down into uh, Africa, which Africa already has a messed up S-word jewel situation, but then they want to mess it up even more with the fake um, tolerance stuff. So evil. But to me, oh, that's nice. Elon Musk wants to do that. Is it? Am I a sucker for thinking that's nice? Maybe. Is it just a? Uh, is it just a PR thing? It's good PR. Well, it's a benefit of good PR, public rela- relations, because he's been smeared f- falsely for acknowledging the truth that per capita. Jewish people have been liberals who support the bringing into our country all these Muslims and refugees and communists and raising the communist and becoming communists themselves and being anti, uh, anti-Zionist for one, anti-Jewish sometimes for other, anti-white definitely. And they themselves are liberals who believe in the racism thing. Smearing the whites selectively enforced against the whites. This fake notion of anti-racism. Oh, Bill West corrects the record. In the United States, average height of a man ages 50 to 59 years old is 5 foot 9. Okay, but it's much shorter on average of any age because average of any age includes more, 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 more foreigners, and malnourished young people. Some of these boys are big boys. The hormones that they have, but mostly big as in fat. Not as in, not as in tall and uh, strapping young lads. Germany's always been freaky. Oh, uh, that's quite possible. I mean, he said Japan, not Germany. Japan's always been freaky. German isn't German anymore. Yeah. As Trump said, France is no longer France. And France didn't even lose World War II. Or did they? Did everybody lose World War II? That's a good question. Did anybody win the war in World War II? Evil one. And the people, maybe some people on the side of evil felt like they won. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Spoiler alert, allergi- alleges, or maybe he has evidence. Because alleges means, uh, says without evidence, but alleges that Elon Musk, quote-unquote, is just an actor working for the Jewish mafia. Hmm. I mean, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Everybody is uh, an actor, 
and subject to the, in some worldly sense, to the worldly authorities or powers, worldly false powers that be, that is, that are. Highly doubt that, says Jib Jab. The spoiler alert is correct, Hake, says Misty. Uh-oh, Misty agrees with you, spoiler alert. You might just be wrong. <laughs> she thinks everybody's a transgender. So, spoiler alert, heads up. Um, you got to work with people, though. You got to work with people. Like Trump said, you got to work with people. Some people you can't work with. You can't reason with or talk to. <sighs> Speaking of fake, authentic is word of the year. Guys, you can call in 1-888-775-3773. 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E. Hake stays. Um, Bill West says, I don't have to comply. You do not have to. There are ways of being an independent person. Of being authentic, which is Merriam-Webster's word of the year. Merriam-Webster is liberal. They're fake news. The dictionary is fake news. I read about this to you guys in Hake News at the end of hour one. uh, From the ladies at the skim. Interestingly, I go to theskim.com and click on the the daily update. And on Brave Browser, it doesn't even pull up. Pull up. A la Frederica. But, so I go to my emails, I get the daily email from them, and I view it on browser. And unlike the one that's on their website, this, they have a little cute line that they put at the top of the email. Authentic is Merriam-Webster's word of the year. Out 27th of, of uh, November 2023 AD. Isn't it a little early to be declaring it word of the year? I guess. Maybe not. America's oldest dictionary. Merriam-Webster said they saw a substantial increase in online searches this year of authentic, of the word authentic. In a world of fake people, I said on Hake News, fake things like LGBTIQ. I want to live on my authentic self. Say the most fake people... Or the fakest people um, thinking that that's who they are. Oh, you hate me for who I am. That's not who you are. My being white has more to do with how I am, I think, than, uh, I think, than the, uh, gay, and I can let, help it even less, than the uh, so-called gays. Being uh, all, all into their gayosity. It's not who you are. It's what you're. It's what you're into in a mess. I get you can't help it. Uh, fake love, fake love. Oh, I love you. No, you don't. Fake love. I know. I've known that that's been thrown around way too much. The fake idea of love. And now they say love is love. No, it's not. No, it isn't. And racism is a fake idea. Politicians are a bunch of fakes, except for President Trump. And even he has to fake it a little bit, of course. Or gets to, or whatever. And fake news. So it's understandable that they would use the word authentic because people want it. Some authenticity. 
The interest was driven by stories and conversations about AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, so is this on authentic video or just AI? These blacks acting wild, stealing from the stores. Is it just AI? <laughs> celebrity culture, celebrities are a bunch of phonies. Just like the rest of us, right? Identity is a fake notion. Oh, identity. And white isn't even who I am. It's just what uh, I was born and raised in. Social media, evil social media, very fake and evil, and promoting of fake things like Black Lives Matter, the Me Too movement, very fake. Oh, I, it's a, this is a good idea for me to accuse publicly this person of violating me when it was mutual violation by and large. And it's not a good idea. It would be more genuine and real and authentic if it really bothers you to approach the person privately. But no. Big bump. A real guy says, I am not a musician. That's not my identity. And President Trump is not a politician. And so he's not a fake either. That's true. Uh, authentic has a number of meanings, says uh, this article from far-left extremist foreign outlet BBC. Uh, not false or imitation. True to one's personality, spirit, or character. Although clearly a desirable quality, authentic quote-unquote, is hard to define and subject to debate, says evil Merriam-Webster states them. They claimed without evidence that the line between real and fake has become increasingly blurred. Yeah, you can't tell. Only in the sense that you can't tell. Cannot trust. That's why when I read reports about the so-called news, it's good to remember you don't know. You weren't there. When you hear reports of convictions, you don't know. You weren't there. Even if you were there, you still don't know. Necessarily. Sometimes. When you read about so-called history, when you watch videos, when you see a man say something or a woman say something, you don't even know exactly what they meant. Most of the time, or oftentimes. One of the runner-ups of Word of the Year was deepfake. Isn't that interesting? Deepfake is when you make a fake notion of a fake instance of a person in either a photograph or a video, and they're saying something crazy. But it it was faked. It was made up. Oftentimes by AI, I guess. Whatever, Hake. Hey, this is wrinkle hand. Bib bong 42. <laughs> Consenting violation. Mutual violation. Yeah, in the R word case. The cases of R words. Apes. Um, like I mentioned, other top words from 2023 include Riz. R-I-Z-Z. Internet slang. Sounds like black slang. They're just calling it internet slang because blacks are in the internet, I guess. Is it black or is it just internet? Riz. Hassan, do you know? 
I've never heard it. You were the first person I heard it from. Okay. Interesting. So I'm out. I'm, I'm not really up to date. Okay. Nice. <laughs> well, you have a new uh, uh, word in your lexicon, your, vo- your vocabulary for the next rap song. That's true. Rizzed up. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. It reminds, me of, it reminds me of the medicine they tried to put me on when I was a kid called... Uh, Ritalin? Something like that. <laughs> so you didn't, but you didn't get put on Ritalin. That, well, they did try to. I just never took it. Yeah. Thank God. Because then know. years later, I saw videos, like commercials, where it says if you took this medicine and you're a male and grew breasts. Wow. Like seri- like real <laughs> side effects. So it might not have been Ritalin. It might have been something else. It might have been something else. It might have been something more um, serious. Yeah. More like. You were hyper? Very, yeah, yeah, very hyper. <laughs> I could imagine that. But you know, it's 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 strange because, you know, they're feeding. You think about like the the diet of a child. You know, you're getting Sugar. The cereal, yeah, Cookie Crisp. You know, and especially then, a spoiled child, right? Yeah, kind of. And then and then you know you're getting a soda. They only got soda machines. Yeah. So you're drinking a Code Red. Whoa. For breakfast, you know, it's insane. That is. Yeah, we weren't allowed to have sugar cereal. We were allowed to put some honey on our Cheerios, plain Cheerios. See, you were, ra- you were raised the right way. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have soda except at Grandma's house on Sundays. See? So that helped. That does help. That's a functional society. Yeah. But as we grew older, we started getting more spoiled. Like they started buying a, this, the, shredded re- the shredded wheat with frosted, frosted uh, whatever. I forget what it's yep. called. And some Frosted Flakes, so I'd mix that in with my Cheerios and put eggnog in it. Eggnog <laughs> in your cereal. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's And this, that sugar is a mess. Yeah, it's like, and then, and then they're like, oh, well, he needs medicine. No, it's just that you, you've gassed us up on sugar. True. Yeah. So, they need father's. Yeah, father's there in the home to uh, balance out the mothers. It's a mess. (laughs) Sugar would have done you good, James. Of course, he eats Cheerios. Yeah. So, man, I'm going to talk about the kids in the next uh, coming up here in the next uh, segments an hour. But it all makes for good riz. (laughs) Yeah, true. For people, you know, all the sugar and the. Until you, until you crash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they cross you. It's created a whole generation of Riz. Yeah, that's all they have is their charisma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is romantic appeal or charm. I don't think it's necessarily romantic. I mean, I, it somewhat is. And indict. Indict. I thought it was indict, but it was indict. It's spelled indict, which saw a small surge. Oh, it's definitely romantic. I mean, you think even Obama, think about Obama's uh, whole rise was based off of that. I know, huh? Charisma. Yeah, that true. Riz. That's true. <laughs> and you know what? Bill O'Reilly predicted that he would win when he uh, met with him because he wanted to ask him a question, and he just cajoled him. Like, he, he charismed him. Yeah. He charmed him. <laughs> I'm like, and uh, Bill O'Reilly knew... This guy is going to be president. He knows how to. <laughs> this he knows guy how to, is good. Uh, yeah, you guys might think that you're tough and cold-hearted, and you, maybe you are, but you might end up looking silly if you're not right within, because he'll he'll play you. 
Yeah, he was, he was, he's... Because people said, oh, he's a great speaker, and JLP's like, I don't see him as a good speaker. I never really listened to him talk. I know that a lot of the words he said was, just came off as kind of phony. But it was faux-inspiring. If you're one of those, oh, the first black president type of people, then you're going to feel inspired, I guess. You believe in the racism thing. and America's come so far, down into the dumps, into the trash. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, regardless of his people seeing through his lies, he was a good, uh, good at playing people, I guess. Yeah. It was funny. He was, he, him versus uh, Trump, they did not like each other. Because yeah. Trump looked into his birth certificate, and I think Obama took that personally. Big time. But, you know. And Obama said, at least I'll be, at least I am. 2012. That's where it really started. The, <laughs> and Trump was like, okay. The, the real beef. Yeah. You knew Trump at that moment was like, oh, okay. Right. I'll be back. Trump has Riz. <laughs> That's for he sure. He does. But his is more genuine. I mean, he, he tells the truth with Riz. And Obama tells lies with with Riz. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, there might not be another person on the planet with as much Riz. I mean, this man's had <laughs> Trump specifically, as yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh, he's had Riz for so decades. many decades. I know. His Riz finally caught <laughs> up with me. Like, I didn't like Trump until 2015. Uh, I, I didn't. I mean, I somewhat liked him in 2011 when he played like he was going to run for president because he said something that was true. And it was like, yeah, okay, I, I'm starting to like you a little bit. But I didn't used to like him. I didn't like his look. I didn't like Toeheads. Toeheads were, like, blonder than they are in their skin. Their blonde hair is lighter than their skin. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I didn't. that bugged me. But, yeah, he's he just stood as a good example of just a genuine guy. Yeah, he's got an amazing commercial with Grimace. Oh, does he? <laughs> from the from the eighties or nineties? Yeah. That's funny. It's him and Grimace and Grimace is the fat purple uh monster in from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh Yeah, and he's just got so much riz. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right. In, uh, Home a, Alone too. A great Pizza Hut commercial also. Nice. What a smart man. And he's only gotten better, really. Seems like he's only gotten better. Yeah. Because he was a he was a wild man, you know. He was into the S word too much, into other uh, women, too much women stuff. Showy. But now he's even more mature, as a man should become. So that's cool. Adderall for Hassan asked GMD Jim. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But he didn't take it. You didn't take those drugs. I didn't, thank God. I don't right know on. what it was, but years later I saw a commercial, you know, these these action lawsuits, commercials. Yeah, the class, like, acts, class action. Yeah, if you've taken this and you grew breasts as a, as a male, then, you, you know. So wow. I was like, wow, thank God I never took it. I know. My defiance came in uh, That's good. handy for that one. Yeah, your will, your will overcame <laughs> your mother's will, I assume. Well, you know, my mom wasn't even... So, my mom was kind she of against even. it, too. Good. Um, That's cool. Yeah, my parents really were both against it. That's, you know, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right on. President Trump is indicted 
that indict saw a surge in interest from the evil dictionary in four separate legal cases. Joe from Phoenix said 90, 90 felonies or something like that. 90 felonies, something, some uh, ungodly number of felony charges from these evil people. Uh, last year, 2022, gaslighting was the thing. Gaslighting. Which the liberals gaslight us and say it's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that, <laughs> that the liberal Jews, but, but most of them are liberal, want, uh, they don't like the whites because whites tend to be more conservative and, uh, and Christian and simple where there's are more intellectual and the simple way is more American. <laughs> but that's a conspiracy. Gaslighting us. They're gaslighting us by calling, saying Elon Musk endorsed an uh, anti-Semitic conspiracy theory, which is uh, factual information. What a mess. Terrible. Gaslighting. That's such a woman word, too. I, looked, I learned the word gaslighting several years ago when I was producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Joel Friday hates that word. <laughs> uh, it, was, it came from a movie. There were two movies that came out. They were both called Gaslight, and I guess the one was a remake of the other, like from the 40s or 50s, and the husband lowered the gas light, dimmed the gaslight, and told the wife, because the wife is like, is it getting darker in here? And the husband is like, no, it's not getting dark in here. You're just going crazy. Funny, huh? So he was gaslighting her. That's where it came from. According to the internet, the liberal media, mainstream media. And, uh, yeah, it's thrown around by people who are doing that themselves. Isn't that interesting? Women accuse you of what they're doing. And uh, Hassan says, me too. Women have traumatized me with that word. (laughs) Yeah, they'll believe the craziest... I'm, like, drooling and spitting. Most cockamamie things... How is it... How do you pronounce that word? Cockamamie or cockamamie? Things... I like that word, though. Out of their imagination and think, oh, it's all coming together. Women. Ladies. I'll have a talk with you later. Let me get to a call here before I go to, uh, to the break Joe in Phoenix, Arizona is on the line. Joe, are you there? Joe. Good morning, James. Sorry about that. No worries. Good morning to you. Yeah, it's 91 felony charges. 91. 91 felony charges. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what percentage of, of them are made, presented by black women? <laughs> They're not presented by black women, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of are. Either <laughs> <laughs> he broke the law or he didn't. He's getting his time in court, so we'll have to wait and see. I know, but uh, but, but how many have black women involved? What percentage? Do you know? Well, black women involved. You mean like Bonnie Willis down in Georgia? Yeah. And, um, the racist the- DA. Racist stuff is hysterical. <laughs> I love it when Trump calls these black women racist. Um, I just love it. Um, and and the racist, the racist that. attorney general out of uh, 
Out of New York, too. Yeah, he's doing his best to lay the groundwork for him being treated unfairly, right, in the pu- public opinion, which is fantastic. Just, yeah. I mean, the New York court is just—you realize the judgment's already done, right? Some new judgment has been entered. Trump has been found guilty. But the trial is only about right, but not by a jury, by this uh, judge, this so-called judge. You know why he doesn't have a jury? Because his own lawyer team forgot to check the box for a jury trial. Interesting. <laughs> Incompetent idiot. Did they forget? They forgot. That's why. Well, I'm not in their head, but they did not check the box that says we want a jury trial. That's what happens in New York. Yeah. Well, can yeah. you blame him? Like, would the jury be any better? Than this judge, I don't know. Well, he, he's complaining a, that we didn't get a jury trial. Well, then complain to your own lawyers, Trump. That's they funny. Check, check is, that, is that a fact? Mm-hmm. That interesting. According to Joe in Phoenix, which it may or may well uh, may well be. <laughs> you love to doubt my veracity. I love no, it. I, it's not that I'm doubting it. I'm just saying, according to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see what the amount is that, that they hit him with. Oh, because they I mean, they want to decide what to charge him or what uh, it's a that's a that's a civil that's not even a felony those aren't even felony charges he was fu- found guilty of something in a civil court which that just means that they don't even have a high burden of proof in the civil court right it is a lower burden of proof it yeah is reasonable yeah it's so it's a reasonable reality. assumption that that he did something and I heard some. <laughs> Did you hear about that thing? What's your explanation? Because you're talking about the New York case, the New York civil case, mm-hmm. not felony charges, from that racist, sure. the racist attorney general, Letitia James. Um, <laughs> he, they said that people on the internet said that the judge and Letitia James set Mar-a-Lago at worth like fifteen million dollars, when it's worth uh, maybe closer to two hundred million, a quarter million, a half million, or I mean half billion, or two hundred million, or a quarter billion. Or, let, let me stop you there, James. Let me stop you there. The judge did not set the value. Trump's own team set that value when they were negotiating with the county recorder down there in Florida. They wanted a lower price for tax purposes. That was Trump's team who set that number, not the judge. So tax. But a, a tax um, assessment is different from uh, from other assessments, right? One hundred percent, yes. But the judge did not set the value at eighteen million. That was not the judge's doing. All he said was that all he did was quote the county assessor. That's all he did. He was not saying it's worth eighteen million. All he okay. said was that Trump, your your own team said it was worth that amount for tax purposes. That's all. Right. So for tax purposes, normally people do that, right? Normally people. Is that abnormal? Is that uh, is that against the law to lowball for the tax purposes so you don't pay extreme income tax or uh, property tax? I mean, and then highball for the value for um, for your for loans for loans that is illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. That is illegal. Yeah, it, it how illegal? That is fraud. I mean, is there how? But there has to be some wiggle room, right? Like there's. It's two totally different things that everybody does, right? No. It's not two Absolutely totally different not. things? There are two different things, and not everyone does it now. Only the, only the smart people do it. 
<laughs> I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> and um, you know, stuff again, gets sold. A, stuff it, gets sold way way higher or lower than was valued at for tax, right? A property is worth whatever someone's going to buy it for. That's that's the value. Yeah, but James. So then the tax matter. thing. He's already been found guilty. All the I know, but that's ju- that's now. just by a judge. A judge I, has no sway with me, honestly. <laughs> I'm just, no I'm just bringing. I just want to know <laughs> what it, what it even. One, what it even matters is because it doesn't matter. There was a victimless thing situation. It's it just was a victim. The banks were the victims, and other how are they victims? Will be the victim. The banks are the victims because when you have false valuations on your books, that increases your risk. And it throws out your risk profile when it comes to lending to other people. But they didn't. But they didn't lose anything with Trump because they got their money back, right? Wasn't didn't he pay back the loan? That is irrelevant. The fraud happened when the false numbers were reported. So there was again, but there was no victim. There were no actual victims. Banks are the victims, says Potleaf. <laughs> uh, James. You can debate it all. You can disagree with it. The fact but is, no, you you just said guilty. that banks were a victim, and what did they fail fall from? You said risk, but risk is not a mm-hmm. real problem. <laughs> banks didn't file the lawsuit. Bill Bill West says. No, the state of New York did. Right. Because mm-hmm. she's racist. <laughs> right. Okay. He hates oh, white people because Trump gonna, doesn't gonna, sufficiently hate white people. He's going to get a huge, a huge fine. He's going to lose his property. He's going, he's bankrupt basically. Wow, they just they really want to destroy him. They hate him that much, huh? He did to himself. He shouldn't have shouldn't have lied. And and I mean, his his CEO already went to prison. You realize that he already they went hate to him that much, right? don't they? Nothing to do with hating him, James. Yes, it is. It's everything to do with hating him. You're you're lying to yourself if you think it's nothing to do with hating him. He committed the crimes. If he didn't commit the crimes, he wouldn't be in this pickle. No, I don't think so. Absolutely. No. And the same goes goes for Biden. You can't admit you can't admit that they they just hate him. They don't just hate him. Yeah, they do. And he's going down in Georgia too because he commit he. Try to get the fake electors and try to see she's the machines. You can't do that. That's conspiracy. And he's going to jail for that too. So it's over, James. Trump is done. It's over. What's over? Now she still won't be. He's going to prison. Now he may That's well win over. the presidency. He may well win the presidency while being in prison, which would be unprecedented and I think will cause massive. I mean, I just hope there's not this massive violence nationwide when, when this happens because Trump is not going away no matter what happens. What's over? So, okay, so it's not over. Um, over in terms of him being a businessman, he's done. Over in terms of him being... Well, he's just, he had a great business career, so I salute that. Good for you, uh, President Trump. Um, business career, that just means in the state of New York. I don't know. I think people will still do business with him who, who know that uh, he's a sensible and honorable man. <laughs> you laugh. Oh, you're just hysterical. What? <laughs> would you do business with Trump if he came up to you and presented a business proposition? I would run the other way. I know he's going to screw me over somehow, somewhere. Oh, Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. You talk anyway. big. You talk big from here. You know he's never going to yeah. present this to you. Uh, as usual, stock-based and, and evidence-based. But uh, you, you keep on 
holding on to that Trump dream, brother, because it's gonna. It's not a dream. Up. I just, I just this all this talk like he's oh, it's over. He's going to jail. Uh, yeah, he's going to prison. I don't unless know about that, and I don't care about that. Um, unless you think flees the country, maybe. Flees the country. I mean, wilder things have happened, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him to flee the country. You're talking crazy, though. You're getting way into your imagination. It wasn't my theory, actually. It was a theory of the guy who put away the mob in New York as the attorney who had advanced that theory earlier. Why couldn't he put away the uh, shoplifting rings that are costing $4.4 billion in New York? Well, he's not in office anymore. Yeah, he doesn't care about the, about the real truth. Why couldn't he put away the feds who are corrupt liars? Uh, but anyway. We actually... We have to agree on that part. Nice. See? Yep. See, we're on the same side. Joe and Phoenix, I, thanks. Go ahead. I keep trying to tell you that, but, you know, you keep trying to make me the enemy. And most <laughs> things we probably, we, we, we probably would agree, Hake, but right. there are certain things that we vehemently disagree, and that's when you try to make me the enemy, and I'm not your enemy, Jake. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You have, you have a good day. You too. Take care. Guys, we're past the top of the hour. I'll get back to calls and, uh, and stories here and Super Chats. But it's Steve Taylor Tuesday. Are you a principled man? This track is entitled A Principled Man from Steve Taylor's 1987 album. He's a Christian, all right? Um, I predict 1990. Isn't that a nice album title? I'll be right back for the rest of our two. Hang tight, guys. Here's Steve Taylor and uh, enjoy.
Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful, in my opinion, pretty nice, relatively decent music. Ooh, we caught a, uh, caught a glimpse of the uh, Goodyear blimp. Is this a Christian version of REO Speedwagon? Asks Esoteric. I wouldn't know. I was sheltered. Sheltered in place from the, non, from the un-Christian music. Um... Couple of super chats over on buymeacoffee.com. Base America First says, In the spirit of Sleepy Joe's Thanksgiving message that Americans should focus on dealing with our problems and being together and stop the rancor, the White House released a Your Handy Guide for Responding to Crazy MAGA Nonsense this Thanksgiving. Wow, did they? Trump's economy was worse, they said. Trump didn't secure the border and separated families, they said. Trump tried to cut Social Security. Based. MAGA Republicans want a federal abortion ban. Nice. Uh, Trump closed factories and shipped jobs overseas. Hmm. Uh, Trump wasn't respected and the world was less safe. Uh, Trump... <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous. Trump is an unpopular extremist losing in the polls. If Joe Obama's record is so great, why do... Demon rats want to inject political talking points into otherwise fun family gatherings. Some of, some of those things aren't even true. It's like not even close to the truth. Dissatisfied poli- with polling results and blaming it on the failure of Bidenomics uh, messaging, the Biden campaign is uh, switching its strategy to attack Trump's record. Interesting. Thank you, Base America First. <laughs> the world is less safe. Uh, I don't know. I think we have the Ukraine war. It wasn't happening. So we didn't have thousands and tens of thousands of uh, Ukrainians and Russians dead, dead, dead. And uh, tens of thousands of uh, Palestinians dead, dead, dead. And a thousand and a half or however many uh, Israelis dead. Dad, dad. I think the border was getting much more secure. And I support separating these fake families. They're not real families. And, uh... We should ban abortion, but since we can't ban abortion, we should do the the more important thing, which is uh, be a light in an evil place. Tell the truth. Wake up these evil women. The few who will. And and guys. Cut Social Security. It's a slush fund for mess, I heard. Slush fund just means like they, uh... It's kind of like a, uh... What is that? What is that thing called? Anchor Baby defined it. Anchor Baby talked about it. Ponzi scheme. Where, uh... Oh, buy into it. But it's not actually making money. It's losing money. Not well run. Social Security. So-called Social Security. We should, have, should not have jump, jumped into that. Trump's economy was worse. No, it wasn't. It was doing quite well. 
and then the overreaction to the China virus from the corrupt locals and states messed with it. And, of course, you can blame a little bit of, of Fauci and all them. Uh, anyway, thank you. Carver bought a coffee. What a lame word of the year. Radical feminist Miriam didn't want to take Mr. Webster's name when they got married? Is that true? <laughs> the authentic word of the year is, one, disavow, two, remiss, and three, mildly. Well, that's kind of you, Carver. And thank you for this stuffed animal, also called a plush toy nowadays, or plushy. Plush sounds nice, but... I prefer stuffed animal. It was how I was raised. It sounds manlier anyway. <laughs> Not that stuffed animals are manly. Um, there was a super chat over on Rumble, a Rumble rant from. Ba-ba-ba. I did take a screenshot so I can find it that way. Okay. Based Nation says an AI can't have common sense slash wisdom. That is so true. I think that's true. I don't know if that's true. It definitely doesn't, because it's made by liberals and thinks in liberal, twisted, fake ways, especially with the way with Biden have, being involved with it even more so. But it already did without Biden being involved. He believes in the fake racism thing, and how did Hake get a strike? I got a strike by, uh, I took one for the, uh, Irish. I was standing up for the Irish against those immigrants. And you're not supposed to target people based on immigration status. So, that's what I assume it was. Terrible. Irregardless is word of the year. <laughs> it's not even a word, but... You can find it in the dictionary. Well, thank you, guys. Great Super Chats. Uh, what an evil... That was really from the White House? Talk about black on the inside White House. You're a handy guide for responding to crazy MAGA nonsense this Thanksgiving. And uh, I suppose there is such a thing as crazy MAGA nonsense. And so they responded with crazy anti-MAGA nonsense? No. It's ridiculous. That's evil. Two devils fighting. Let me get to Alex in Texas who's on the line. Alex, thanks for calling. How are you doing? Thanks for holding. I'm well today, James. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, uh, about Joe in Phoenix, he seems kind of snide um, in yeah. his uh, you know, summary of Trump's predicament, but I would just I would be curious to know, you know, if he would feel the same way in, in his own situation. You you sat there, you know, if his situation were similar, but you sat there and dismantled his argument saying, you know, isn't this a victimless crime? Weren't the banks sort of giving him the money knowing that he'd pay it back with the interest and they're, you know, everybody was unhappy and Letitia James kind of took it upon herself. Right. And so his answer to that was, I mean, you know, come on, like, but the judge, it's like, dude, you've got to, you know, we, we see where your loyalties lie, but it's, it's bigger than that. And you've got to see that he's being persecuted politically. And it, it doesn't sound like he's worried so much as concerned to reference the earlier JLP episode, but 
I would be very, very, very concerned um, if President Trump did have to, to avoid prison. Not that I think he's such a coward that he would do that. Right. Um, but it's bigger than that, man. If you're still being snarky and saying stuff, oh, but a judge said, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, but this this judge, okay, so who appointed the judge? Right. And, you know, then their next question is, well, it shouldn't matter who appointed the judge. Like, yeah, you got to follow the money. You know, money is, the love of money is the root of all evil. And so if you know where the money goes and comes from, you, you know what motivates people people to do certain things because a lot of what motivates most politicians is money and power yeah. and that includes judges i don't, but so, I don't know, know that you can necessarily assume that the judge is motivated by money it might be it might be well uh, it's probably not money but i i included you know power right the other thing and and look at him look at his values he's a he's a liberal his wife oh, in, in, in Duran, yeah she's caught up in tds too that it's all yeah. just a bunch of trump deranged people and to sit there and ignore that i think uh belies the fact that that you might just be a vote blue no matter who kind of guy um but i i I, you know encourage anybody to to look at you know basically the mind virus that's been infecting us for so long is is this they call it cultural marxism and I, i think uh mark levin in his book uh, american marxism does a really good job uh, of outlining sort of where money has been invested in this country to make people hate it to divide us to, yeah to, to make the the alpha kind of mentality seem like it's uh quote toxic um there's just so much that's going on that if you're not aware of you're just going to be inclined to think the same way you've been thinking for years and years but i i, I just think it's shame to look at a predicament like trump's and not be able to put aside your personal you know your stuff and you know joe sounds very educated he sounds like a nice guy um it's like, come on, man! I'd I'd have I'd have a beer with you, but like, this is ridiculous what they're doing to Trump. And I was pretty apolitical before right. all that stuff happened when he announced his uh, presidency, his candidacy run. I, I was saying, you know, come on, this is this is a joke. He'll never win. That you know they can't they can't do this. You know, because I, I was I guess I would say I was hoping we'd get a better liberal president than Obama. And by that, I guess I just mean the classical definition of like laissez-faire liberalism, okay. um, but that was all kind of like a lie, yeah. turns out. So uh, I know this past, you know, 8, 10, 12 years has been just a crazy reveal for most people. Right. Um, I think uh, from what I hear about years that, you know, you're kind of past with Obama, it kind of felt, I, I feel like we uh, probably had the same kind of view about him, and, I, you know, we were pro- probably both very disillusioned with Bush, and so now we're just looking for, you know, I started asking myself after COVID, does, do any of these people, not after, I guess, uh, slightly before COVID, because Trump hadn't really shown everybody, um, you know, every, everything that's going on yet. But before then, I was like, is there anybody that can can represent the American people? Because right now the Democrats blatantly represent the elite and the conservatives blatantly bow down to the Democrats and don't get anything done that they say they're going to get done. So, right. I mean, that's where the term uniparty comes from. Yeah. And so we have to realize that the only interests that are being protected are the interests of people who are above a certain tax bracket. And if you're in that tax bracket, I mean, good for you, but, you know, you only you probably only got there because of a lot of people below you that are in lower tax brackets, um, or at least they kind of sustain 
you know, they help they help make it possible for you to be able to do what you're doing. And so that that fact is lost when you're when you demean people who uh, view. I don't know. I'm getting long winded, but basically, man, it's bigger than that. You know, oh, Judge Ingeron. Like, if you don't know anything about Ingeron or his family, you might start to look into that. And then, if you believe he should recuse himself, all this stuff about well, Trump. You know, he borrowed money from the bank and said his property was inflated. Like, dude, get over it. <laughs> Yeah, people do that, and if you don't know that every big company does that, you're just—he's—he's <laughs> he's just happy Trump got you know Trump was singled out for doing it. He's not you know he could care less that everybody does it. Yeah, and that's all I'm getting at. It's I think that there is a lot of corruption in the government, selective enforcement of like all kinds of ridiculous um, laws, and some of them are less ridiculous, um, but. J- Dinesh D'Souza, I don't know if you remember that one. Dinesh D'Souza sure. gave two yeah. like straw donations uh, in the name of other people because yeah. he was only allowed to give ten thousand, but he wanted to give thirty thousand, so he gave like ten so, more thousand yeah. under one guy's name and ten more thousand under a gal, another gal's name. But it was all from sure. him, and he had kind of exposed how evil uh, Obama and America hating that Obama was with. 20, yeah. 2016 Obama's America, which was out in 2012, to try yep. to prevent Obama's re-election, which failed. But <laughs> he got, they selectively enforced against this guy, maybe. I don't know, from what I hear. This, uh, 100%. This campaign finance violation, and who, under, who even knows or understands campaign finance law? I guess that there's, there's some value in it because you want it to be things to be on the up and up. But they don't, these people are not for actual integrity, rule of law. Trump is the law and order guy. Dinesh D'Souza is a relatively conservative, relatively pro-America guy, you know? Um, And so they, they're just going after their enemies and Trump is their enemy. And it's, it's quite clear. Uh, Angeron is a mama. He's like, (laughs) he, he reminds me of his, uh, of the FBI, the guy who was head of the FBI, James Comey. His wife, his wife, he's, uh, Comey is supposedly a Republican, right? But his wife voted for Hillary and his wife and daughters voted in that women's march the, just like the day after Trump was inaugurated, you know, the pink hats abortion march. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, Comey's about as much of a Republican as Cheney or, uh, you know, any any of them. They don't, they're the union (laughs) party. They're all pushing, yeah. Establishment. they, They both. Exactly. They're both pushing, in my opinion, they're both pushing a much more globalist agenda versus a nationalist agenda, and they've co-opted the Republican Party into doing that, and so they're both just using different means of dividing the country to support. You know, they want it, they want it to feel to Americans like the country's falling apart so that we'll grasp at straws to, to have a strong leader, and what we'll look pretty much anywhere if we decide that there's nowhere else to look. You know, we'll look outside of the Republican and Democrat Party, and we might even end up installing somebody that's from the World Economic Forum <laughs> yeah. or something like that. But, I mean, that's that's what they're getting at. They want us to, George Soros is the single, you know, he donates more money to the Democratic Party than anybody, but you're not allowed to talk about it, and they won't tell you why. I mean, uh, Newt Gingrich got squashed on Fox News for even bringing up his name and in the weirdest way. Yeah. If you go look at the video, that was weird. That was so weird. So it's obviously, I mean, it was on Fox News. So <laughs> yeah. if, you, if, it, if, if it really was red team versus blue team, 
in that instance, Red Team probably would have said, hey, yeah, Newt, you got a good point there. But, it, you know, they, they covered for Soros. He's the number one donor to the Dem Party. He installs all the Democratic DAs, and they run amok. I mean, and the, the FBI has their back, but it's, it's, a big, it's a big club, and we ain't in it, man. Yeah. It's but, uh, uh, the Soros who wants thing. To be in that club. They pretended that it was like the push is the push from the liberals is that it's an anti-Semitic. It's parts of the anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. The many well, tentacles wonder... of the Jews, and they're reaching in. But I heard that George Soros, from one of my f- former uh, guests, liberal guests, Jockel, deep left Jockel, that uh-huh. Soros. We only know and care about Soros being so evil. Partly because Netanyahu, who's also Jewish, doesn't like him because they're enemies. Netanyahu doesn't like George Soros because George Soros doesn't like Netanyahu being powerful in... Because uh, Netanyahu is a nationalist for Israel, right? Whatever you think of him. And George wow. Soros is more globalist and anti, anti-Zionist, I guess. And he's, he's anti american America being for America. Apparently, he's anti-Israel being for, for Israel. So he's enemies with Netanyahu, and he's enemies of the normal conservatives here. And just yeah. normal people. He's just against, he's an enemy of real justice and rule of law. He's a mama. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Uh, uh, just, you know, be careful when you put anti in front of words. Um, because there's a lot of words that have been co-opted and a lot of words that have had anti put in front of them right. and they've just been thrown into our lexicon and we're tricked into using them not knowing that they're actually their tools that you know I the, could believe the media that. are using and so when you say anti-semite I just want to remind people that semite applies to arabs as well I know. And so if they were smart they'd have said anti-jew or right. anti-judaism or something like that because it's not even applicable. It's a word that's just one of many words that have been co-opted, like anti-vax is another one that they yeah. installed to, to make you think that people just climate don't trust denier. needles in their veins. It's like, well, yeah, climate denier, anti-science, <laughs> anti-this. It's like, no, yeah. it, it, what they're trying to do is remove nuance from, from our conversation, from our social conversation. Sh- I agree with and you, man. We should break it down to good versus evil, lies versus truth. And more, we should be, more, and more than just good versus evil, it's the good and evil inside every human. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's, a, it's, it's not just an invisible hand battling another one, you know, right. good versus evil. It, it's the, hand, the, the heart of every human is battling good and evil. Yes. You know, good is battling evil inside of every human heart. Yep. Um, I totally agree with that, man. to even know that. But. And that's why they can't be, we can't just be pointing fingers all of the time. Without yeah, looking at ourselves. Yeah, and I call it purity testing. They just, just right. yeah, okay, Trump, like, you know, the worst I've heard about him is, he, you know, he may have had an affair on his, with his wife, and he's been, he was kind of sneaky about it. I don't know. There just haven't been any, you know, they can't show me the crime that he's committed. Yeah. It's just Trump derangement is a real thing. It really we is, gotta man. we got to quit purity testing people. I totally agree. Even like they the haven't vaccine. been able to show me anybody who's more pure than Trump. I'm like, well, then show me somebody who is more pure, somebody that you would vote for in place of him. And it's always somebody ten times more beta, <laughs> ten know. times more in the pocket of the WEF. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? It's, Trump, it's Trump or nothing, man. It we really gotta, is. You got to got to vote for Trump. Yep. Nice man. Interesting call, Alex in Texas. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, James. You have a great rest of your day. All right. All right, you as well. All right, bye, Sean. Bye, Anchor Baby. Bye, Joel. Bye, everybody. Take nice. care. <laughs> Take care. Uh, speaking of, um, speaking of uh, 
Oh, can I have Joel Friday and uh, American Anchor Baby in here between now and when I uh, come off air? Now is fine if you guys want to come in. Joel Friday TV is going to be live today at uh, at 9 a.m. You can just cross the thing. We're uh, we're char- a charming show. We walk in front of the camera. <laughs> How you doing, Joel Friday TV? All is well. How's it going? <laughs> going well. Nice. What are you going to be talking about today? Uh, or do you know yet? Yeah, so I had to, now I make sure I'm prepared. Now, right not every time you say it, I go blank. I know. I have to look. <laughs> yeah, so it happens to me when JC asks me. I'll be like, well, it's a surprise. Right. To you and God. <laughs> but I looked, so I'm talking about um, you cannot save yourself. So I'm going to get into, I came across this scripture. Uh, I was walking and some lady like gave me a card. Oh, nice. And usually I'm like, yeah, usually I'm like, usually I don't take, I'm like, no, thank you. But like, it came last minute. She kind of imposed it. Yeah. And I just grabbed it and I looked at it and there was like a scripture on it and it just jumped out to me. So I'm going to be talking about. It was from the Lord. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. It should be interesting. So I'm going to end on time, guys, so that that Joel Friday TV can start up on Joel Friday TV on YouTube and IG, right? You're streaming on IG as well? Yeah, on Instagram as well. That's that's a new thing. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Right on. That's a nice topic. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, man, for promoting it. And then after Joel Friday TV, American Anchor Baby will be in American Anchor Baby on YouTube and Rumble and Gorgonzola on DLive. He stepped away, so he stepped away. But we'll uh, we'll bring him in if he has a a chance between now and and end time. You can cross the thing; it's fine. <laughs> we give up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, Joel. Thank you. Um. Let me get to self care. Self care. Oh, you can turn off his mic. I'm hearing the uh, or right, something. I'm hearing something. Um, Kami Nonsense Network, CNN reports, when was the last time, this was the beginning of this month, November 1st, when was the last time you took a moment for self-care? It can be as simple as relaxing with your morning coffee. If you, don't, if you drink coffee, I heard it's not good for your stomach, but, you know, it might be okay. In, a, in moderation, of course. Enjoying a warm bath. You know this is written for women, right? Or reduce... Well, although I did go to the jacuzzi. I went to the jacuzzi... Yes, I went to the gym yesterday, and I hit the jacuzzi. <laughs> Was it yesterday? Two days ago. And I hit the jacuzzi. After uh, doing the church podcast. Reducing your stress levels for a moment with calming activities. I have some screenshots from uh, this. Self-care, CNN. And they got it from... They're resharing it from 2020 for some odd reason. It's now during the now weeks-long conflict between Israel and Hamas that's dominating the headlines. If ever there was a time, it's especially needed now. Read these tips on how to stay engaged with difficult news topics without feeling overwhelmed. You don't have to be engaged with, dif- with difficult news topics, women. Don't worry your pretty little heads about politics. How about that? You don't even know the solution anyway. You come up with the bad solutions. And you can't even identify the problem correctly. It's a mis... You come up with dumb words like racism, which is a misdiagnosis of how whites and blacks interact. And you accuse the whites of being wrong when the blacks are the ones who are wrong. (laughs) 
more often. But anyway, uh, prioritizing your mental and physical health before that of others can make you a better friend, partner, they say, and parent. You see that in the folder there, Hassan? And self-care uh, from Kami Nonsense Network. Just a little headline there. And it's from June of 2020. That was during the China virus. Self-care for parents in a pandemic. For parents, finding the time when you don't have the time. If ever there was a time, it's especially now during the pandemic. So last time you had to be scared be scared and all distraught over Israel-Palestine. Now, back then, last time meaning now, and back then it was be, all, be scared of the China virus. I don't think I was ever scared of the China virus. Was I? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I did hear my, my kindergarten teacher died of the China virus, but she was like 95. So I, at that point, time to go. Although there was, you know, there were guys my age, 40s, mid-40s, family men, Republican, just kind of fat, out of shape, and then they died. But not that fat. They were not that fat. I mean, people are fat now. And uh, he was not that fat, but he was fairly fat. And so, you know, it is a danger. I get it. But it's, this fear doesn't help, and anger doesn't help. Put on your blanket mask. <laughs> Calm down. Who talked about self-care during the 1918 flu epidemic, World War II, or the fall of Saigon? But this pandemic is different. Oh, gosh. CNN, in this, in this very article, here's another fake concern. One of their other fake concerns is added ongoing concerns over racial inequality. See? Proof. I brought up the race issue, and I forgot that this was a... An issue that they brought up. This was amid not just the China virus, but the Black Lives Matter insurrection against the country, against the people. The flu is scarier to me than the China virus is, Lisa, our resident health expert. I need some me time, says Lisa. Well, she didn't say that. (laughs) My self-care... Consists of daily showering and maybe a little moisturizer, a little lotion. Anything more is excessive. Right on. That's a sensible white woman, I think. Um, self-care is necessary, not optional. Me time, I got that from, uh, who's that evil guy? Family guy. I need some me time. <laughs> Crack me up. But anyway... Necessary, not optional, for recharging one's batteries and fulfilling responsibilities. Vale, Vale, right, V-A-I-L-E, right, Senior Director for Healthcare Innovation at the American Psychological Association, blah, 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 blah. Vale, right, I think, is a woman. Shout out to the women. But uh, this gal, the APA, the APA changed their definitions uh, so that LGBT is not necessarily mental illness, except sometimes it is, according to them. And we need mental health care, which is transition surgery and hormone blockers and things like that. Unpack the guilt. Their tips are unpack the guilt. Treat your body better. That's good. Unpack the guilt. Mm. Oh, yeah, because women have a lot of guilt. Women are very judgmental of themselves and others. 
you hit the squat racks. The jacuzzi, you just get in. You don't hit the jacuzzi. <laughs> GG Cash over on Deal. I was saying you hit the squat racks. You hit the gym, right? No, I hit the jacuzzi. <laughs> no, you just get into the jacuzzi. Uh, yeah, that's the main reason I joined the gym, so that I could uh, jacuzzi and shower. Um, check in on your mental health. That's a fake idea, mental health. Allow yourself moments of joy. Maintain your relationships. Ask for help when you need it. Whatever, man. Uh, evil CNN, Commie Nonsense Network. Mindfulness they have up here. They should be mindful of them, their own evil hearts rather than trying to accuse other people of racism and climate denialism and uh, Trumpism. Uh, I don't like these tips. I some of, sometimes treat your body better. That's fine, right? Check in on your mental health. Uh, pray without ceasing. How about that? Pray without ceasing. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet, woman and man. Right? Even a man should have a quiet life. Live a quiet life. Maintain your relationships. I don't know, if some of my friends, some of my best friends, have like a high need for a big circle of friends. And I don't have that. And I don't know which is better or which is worse. Maybe they're, it's kind of irrelevant. But maintain your relationships. Unpack the guilt. That's funny. Okay. Um, well, that's CNN health update for you. They also have this. What OCD is and what it isn't, according to the experts, obsessive-compulsive disorder, also known as OCD, isn't simply a person of people who are organized. You can read what it's like living with the condition. And so they're talking about, um, it's not a nifty personality trait of people who are organized. It can impact a person's work, Clinical director, female clinical director of the National Anxiety and OCD Treatment Center in Washington, D.C., the swamp itself. No wonder they're all mentally ill and messed up over there. D.C. There's one guy who says the doctors tried to get him on meds for that mess. Good thing he didn't do it. He turned out reasonably normal. This, This week... And it's not this week. It's October 11th. This is from old, this is like a month and a half old. Uh, in October 11th, it was OCD Awareness Week, when activists, organizations, and clinicians activists spread the word about the condition to dispel the stigma and share greater understanding," said Matthew Antonelli, or maybe it's Antonelli. Interim Executive Director of the Boston-based International OCD Foundation. Man, you can make money off of anything. Do they get money? This year, the theme OCD Awareness Week of OCD Awareness Week is OCD Truths. No, OCD Facts, because facts are not truth. OCD is the focus of advocates, healthcare professionals. It does not have to control so much of your life. You can take steps towards regaining your life, said this Matthew Antonelli. 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 Effective treatment and medication have saved my life, he says. It's a grown man. Maybe it's a transgender. 
one can never tell on CNN, right? I shouldn't even bring that up. And it has become my life's mission to help those who are suffering to find the help they need. So, um, and blah, blah, blah. It occurs when a person gets caught in a cycle of obsessions and compulsions. Unwanted, listen to this. The obsessions can be described as unwanted intrusive thoughts, urges, and images. Doesn't that? And can cause intense feelings of stress, anxiety, and, dis- and disgust, says Woodrow. Doesn't that happen to everybody? Isn't this Satan always talking to your mind? Or, you know, your, your imagination going wild? And your thoughts, and you get, on a, you get into a, a slump? If you get into one mode of thinking, you start focusing on one thing in your imagination and mind, and you get in a, a fit... Like when the stream got messed up this morning on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I was in a funk. <laughs> Is that OCD? Because I, I was disturbed. Inwardly disturbed. Meanwhile, everybody else is doing fine. Like, oh yeah, we messed up. Oh yeah, the computer messed up. They're not bothered by it. So, hate OCD? I need my <laughs> comfort uh, plushie. No, this is not a plushie. Stuffed animal. Sounds slightly less girly. Call it plushy. I have the tag because I'm because I'm like a black. Shout out to Carver who gave me my anti-Semitic tentacle tentacle long tentacles on this anti-Semitic. Um, I'm jumping ahead, <laughs> showing off my uh, stuffed animal. These obsessions occur over and over again and feel outside of the person's control because they are. People with OCD, you mean OCDers? <laughs> People with OCD, obsessive compulsives, they should call them. Usually recognize that using compulsions is only a temporary solution, but without any other way to cope, they rely on compulsions as a brief escape. Crazy. It's not a personality quirk. It's not just being a neat freak. Oh, I know a neat freak. <laughs> The biggest misconception is it's a quirk. It's very serious disorder and can really destroy people's lives and impact the quality of living. I can imagine that. You've ever heard of pack rats? People who pack stuff? And they go to extreme with it. Oh, it's only if it's extreme. Where's the line? There is no line because it's a mess. The people commonly say everyone is a little OCD, but that is not true. It minimizes the challenges of people with the disorder can go through, said Antonelli. Antonelli. Um, so, OCD is incredibly creative, and there really are no limits, said this one woman. Ah. Uh. Uh, that one Greta Thunberg, I wonder this Thunberg... Is she the one who's, uh, does she have that, or is she just autistic? Because autistics fight hyper-focus on things. I feel like moving on. Um, you know, I brought up kids, and I brought up my stuffed animal. More kids are anxious. I think I have this in that folder there, uh, mentally ill people. Uh, more kids are anxious, but fewer get the right help, says a study. Reminds me of the melatonin news that I read in Hake News. More, kid, more children, as in kids, children, than ever are getting melatonin for, so they can go to sleep. I never needed melatonin to sleep. 
Or maybe it's, I already had enough melatonin or something. I mean, there were times I couldn't sleep. I was all mad at my friends. We were talking trash to each other, and I was trying to think up of new insults. And it was keeping me up at night. <laughs> but uh, that, was about, that was about all that kept me up at night. That was like in junior high, 7th and 8th grade. But after that, I was fine. Before and after that, I was fine. Sometimes I couldn't sleep. I would read the Bible or whatever. But uh, more kids are anxious. Anxious and fewer getting the quote-unquote right help per a study. Who is to say what a study can say that is the right help? National Ambulatory Medical Care Survey from 2006 to 2018 assessed office-based physician visits and found anxiety in uh, patients ages 4 to 24 years old. That's not children. 24 is not a child. You're infantilizing, infanticizing, infanticizing <laughs> grown adults. Went from uh, visits for anxiety increased from 1.4% in 2006 to 2009 period to 4.2% for the period of uh, 2014 to 2018. Because they're promoting it more, in my opinion, in part. You have more and more people, oh, I have anxiety. I heard of anxiety attacks. (laughs) Yes, I'm still holding on to the... It's a stuffed animal, not a plushie. It's a stuffed animal, not a plushie. Says my, uh, he needs to be swaying. Says my animal. He's like a baby blue turquoise, and then he's an angry face, and then he's pink and smiley face on this side. Why we need therapy. Therapy for children? How about parents? You need parents, and you need to uh, bring back real, true religion. Bring back true religion. Keep yourself from being polluted by the world. That's part of what true religion is. And I guess look after orphans and widows in their distress. I guess. But, yeah, I, this, this, uh, this came, this stuffed animal. You can zoom in on this if you like here, Hassan. This stuffed animal came from uh, came from Carver, and it, it was inspired by the evil, uh, mentally ill Swedish child. Now she's in a grown adult, Greta Thunberg, and she had one like just like this, except for it was more gray and manly colored than mine. Whoa, nice, cool, huh? And there's happy faced, and this is actually really pink. It's sort of washed out on the screen, thankfully. <laughs> but he's happy. But I like the angry one. He's, he's cool. So he's a... Uh, and people were thinking, oh, that's an anti-Semitic trope because a lot of the Jewish people have their tentacles in, in the banks, in the media, in the... Uh, in the Hollywood, in... Uh, the government, in all kinds of different things, right? Their tentacles are everywhere. Multi-armed attack on Trump or whatever, on the whites, on the different countries, global homo mess. But anyway, um, but it's also these people 
express themselves with these animals. And also, it's comforting, because it feels nice. <laughs> what a mess. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Annette in Texas is on the line. Thank you, Hassan, there. Annette in Texas, how are you doing? I'm good. Let me get off Bluetooth. Right on. No Hello. woman is good or man. Oh, you got me again. You guys always get me with that one. Yep. It's a. <laughs> I wonder when that started to come into vogue to say I'm good rather than I'm fine or I'm, I'm well, I'm doing well or whatever. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I am doing well. Nice. I wanted to call in and kind of give a follow-up because I've called you guys before. You and JLP. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember when I was, like, guest hosting, I think. Yeah. That's I cool. I called the show, too. Yeah. And I've uh, super chats about overcoming and questions regarding the husband family, the kids. Yeah. And um, you guys have kind of mentioned before, sorry, I'm bringing in groceries. <laughs> you, you guys have mentioned before how, you know, you're like, but talk to your husband. Right. Which I, which I get, right? That makes sense. Duh. Yeah. But when you're trying to overcome and the husband's not, it's like, who do you talk to? Except for people like you guys that get it. So, what's an example of a question that you that you can't ask your husband, or that your husband draws a blank on? Well, like even she tricked even me into in regard- discussing this. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> even to like JLP, like me listening to him, and my husband knows. Does he have a he problem with you listening? Does he doesn't have a problem mm-hmm. with you listening to JLP, or does he? No. He- no, he doesn't, but he, some stuff doesn't resonate with him, so he's just kind of like, meh. Right. You know? And in my head, I'm like, there you go. Just kidding. I'm oh. just kidding. Um, and sending super chats into the JLP, you know, he'll say, just keep working on you. Right. It'll be light. And then, you know, do the silent prayer. And it'll just kind of, you'll know what to do. And so I've been patient for a long, quite a while. Not a super long time, but quite a while. And it's like finally happened. Like so much so to where he's um, going to forgive his mom. Oh, wow. He's going to go and forgive his, go and apologize for hating his mother? And I wanted to scream when he was telling me, but I just had to like, yeah, that would be a good idea. Nice. You know, trying to be all, <laughs> trying to be all even keel. And I mean, screaming, oh my God, finally, because I've been seeing it this whole time. But it just, it feels amazing to be like, finally on the same page. Yeah, when, when you stay out of the way, he, he'll come around to the right thing. And it may not even yeah. be what you're thinking is the right thing, because you may not e- even fully see what's right, you know? Exactly. It's, it's like and a father's love. A father allows a child, he's more laissez-faire, he's more hands-off with the child, whereas the mother meddles more and is overbearing sometimes. Right. Over-involved. Whereas a, 
Exactly. And and you're being you're being less over involved in uh, trying to make your husband see or whatever, and so he's coming around right. on his own. Yeah. Nice. I mean, in in conversation. You're coming in and you're cutting in and out, Annette, in Texas. Dang it. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. I was saying that in conversation, um, he mentioned how he had almost. Or forgiven his mom. Oh, a year ago. Oh wow! And the de- the devil talked him out of it. Interesting. He got cold feet at the last minute. That is yep. funny. Well, he uh, that's he almost did it. Isn't that it? Did he say the devil talked him out of it, or did he say just I talked myself no. out of it, or something? No, but now that he's kind of. Um, we've opened up a little bit more. Yeah, and 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 you know me like being open to listening to people that he listens to. Um, cool. And really, it's all kind of the same. It's all the same um, right. thing. It's, it's, what, it's what Jesse's saying, but they're saying it in a different way. So yeah. I guess it hits him different. So I'm sure. like, cool, what, whatever works. Yep. And, and, they, and he's heard um, videos where they're basically saying, like they're saying, like, you're going to get cold feet. You know that type of thing. Oh yeah. And he's like that. He's like that's exactly what happened to me. I got scared. Yeah. And I talked myself out of it. You know, like man, she's here for the holidays, and it was going to be funny. like in person. Like it was. It would have been face to face, and it was super early in the morning because both of them are like early risers. Yeah. So they were alone. Everybody was asleep, and it was like the perfect time. And he chickened out. That's funny. Well, right on. And yeah. in Texas, that's a really nice report. I appreciate yeah. it. You know, I, I have to run you off because I need to end on time for Joelle Friday to come in here. But I appreciate you. Call, call, me, call me again in, in Texas if your husband allows. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. It's nice to hear from you. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, bye. Uh, Rick in Hampton, Virginia, wanted to talk about men and women and biological children. I have, I'll have to get to you tomorrow. Call me back early... Uh, tomorrow, man, or whenever you can, and I will do it. Uh, Joelle Friday is coming up next, guys. I gotta end. Let's end with Mary Rice Hopkins uh, creating me slash Children of the King. I like the creating me half. Not so much of a fan of Children of the King, but it's cool. It's Christian. Adios, America. Joelle Friday TV coming up next. Bye. So fit.